which is essentially not about sitting up straight. It's about paying attention, which is whether if you're paying attention to your body, paying attention to what you're doing, paying attention to be self-aware and being self-aware will lead to. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and can't get a hold of anyone if you only had a Discover card. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh generation. Find seventh generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com. I'm curious, what do you think is the biggest reason why so many people are struggling to stay flexible, mobile, and healthy today? Is it the extreme workouts? Is it they're on their phones all day or on the computer? Is it they just aren't educated on how to be more mobile? What, what are you seeing? I definitely think it's a mix of all those three, four things that you said, but I'd say the main thing is it's not top of mind awareness. You know, People are definitely more uh, reactive versus proactive mm-hmm. when it comes to their musculoskeletal health yes you know they don't really care about it until they wake up one day and they're like oh i can't move or like oh i don't know what happened i slept and i can't turn my neck like oh i need to go see a physio or see a chiro or get adjusted or get a massage or you know they get very um stressed when the the symptoms show up Mm -hmm. but they because there's no the signs of msk disease is progressive and more silent yeah we don't really take care of it you know, What's MSK? Musculoskeletal. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean? Muscle and skeleton. Okay. Together. A, a disease of the muscle and skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. Disease. What are the main com the, the main diseases of muscle and skeleton? No, I I mean it more like a um, issues with your body. Gotcha. Coming up. Pain, yes. inflammation. Pain, inflammation, knee pain, back pain, yes. neck, neck pain. Yes. So that's like essentially muscle and skeleton together, gotcha. right? So it's kind of more like body issues. What are the biggest issues people are faced with? Is it the lower back? Is it the neck? Is it the joints? Mm-hmm. Uh, whether knees and elbows and wrists, what are you seeing as the biggest um, struggle for most people? 70% of people in their lifetime will have low back pain. Really? So I would say, yes. So I would say low back pain is one of the biggest ones. Um, crazy stats for you to know. Um, MSK, now that you understand the term, issues costs on average $600 billion a year for, wow. for the U.S. Wow. Yes. Is that on like uh, medicine or Yes, yeah, so healthcare rehabs costs, healthcare, healthcare costs and also um, loss of wages for, for the U.S. Oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah, so because if you can't work, yeah, I got you. Yeah, $600 billion. Um, it's one-sixth of all healthcare spending in the U.S. Just to give you comparison. Really? Of, yes, yes. Just to give you comparison of, of numbers, Versus heart disease is like I think three hundred and nine billion. Um, cancer is two hundred forty three billion, and diabetes is one hundred eighty eight billion. Come on. Yeah. So MSK is like six hundred billion versus all of that. And MSK includes what specifically? Low back pain, neck pain, knee pain, ACL tears, joints, joint gotcha. issues. You know all that stuff. And are a lot of these things preventable? I, I would argue yes. To a certain degree, for sure. 
obviously if you do sports, you, you're working out like crazy. You a car crash, car or crash, an accident, you, you know, fall over, you hit yeah, your head or something. Things obviously happen. But overall, I would say a lot of it is preventable. Okay. It just takes a lot of work. What happens when someone has lower back pain, neck pain, joint pain, and they don't address it? Or they address it with just medication and not actually healing mm. from the inside out, not actually doing the proper, I guess, natural remedies mm. of mobility, stretching, adjustments, um, yeah. strength training, core training, flexibility. Mm. What happens if they don't do that? Yeah, it, it's kind of like this. It, before every symptom, there's signs, signs that show up, right? Let's say you end up having high cholesterol. Over time, the doctor goes, hey, you have high cholesterol. You're at risk for heart disease, heart attack. Do something about it. Right. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? You have high blood pressure. That's a sign. You should be careful. You might end up getting a stroke. Mm -hmm. Do something about it. Mm -hmm. The problem with MSK is the signs, the low, with low back pain, the signs are silent. Really? Yeah. It's, Why are they silent? Because, you don't because the body's so resilient and adaptable that we get away with sitting for X amount of hours, however we want, doing however, whatever we want. And then at one point in time, you get the heart attack or you get the, oh my, I just woke up and my, my knee just gave out. You know, and it's, it's kind of an instant. Like you wake up and then you're like, oh, I can't move my neck. Or yeah. why is my lower back so painful? And, yes. then it, and then it stays with you. Yes. And you might try to take painkillers or something to help let go of the pain, but that's not actually fixing the problem. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Not fixing the problem. And because, again, the signs are silent, people aren't motivated or even aware mm -hmm. to take care of it. Or they don't have the impetus to be like, oh, I have to do something about it. Versus someone, a doctor being like, hey, you have high cholesterol. Then you start oh man, like I need to do something mm -hmm. about it. Versus the, the symptoms of like, by the time you have pain, I'm not saying it's too late by the time you have low back pain yeah. or knee pain, but it's way more progressed at that point. It's interesting, I asked a, a doctor a couple months ago on the show, who's a well-known doctor, big New York Times bestseller, treated a lot of people, and I was like, you know, what's something you wish you had known earlier mm -hmm. in your life, just in general, not even like health-related, and he said, I wish I would have flossed sooner. Mm. And he didn't tell me like what had happened, but I'm assuming there was some issues with his, his gums or his teeth or his mouth or something because he didn't floss consistently. And another friend of mine, uh, an older gentleman in this industry had like gum cancer and was like really a lot of challenges with the teeth. And I don't think he flossed either. I'm just making that assumption. Mm -hmm. But it's like we may not see the pain until later when we have something, uh, now my neck's out or now I can't walk straight or now I have to have a surgery as opposed to just doing the preventative care, mm -hmm. you know, that's a two minutes a day. Exactly. That could help prevent something that could be more painful in the future. But we don't think of our body necessarily in this way. Absolutely. Until people like you came along and started educating <laughs> us over the last decade, but. But let me ask you a question. Can you imagine, imagine if you didn't brush your teeth for the last 20 years. Oh man. What do you think your teeth would look like if you didn't brush or floss? I mean, they'd be, yeah, they'd be cavities and yellow and yeah, Absolutely. falling out and everything. Yeah, You can imagine that world, uh -huh. you know? Imagine you up to now, you didn't brush or floss your spine or knee or stuff like that mm -hmm. on a regular basis. And that's why, imagine if you did, imagine how well you'd be moving right now, mm. right? Would be my argument. Right. I feel like if you, it was instilled in the education system, you were educated early about it, your mom taught you how to stretch or things like that, you would... The, the dividends would pay off insane. What's, what's more um, powerful for protecting our joints and reducing pain and extending your life? Mm -hmm. Is it strength training? Is it flexibility and, mo and mobility? Is it stretching? What is the thing that's gonna help us reduce pain and extend our life? Yes. I think in all of that is, is kind of like the cop-out answer, but, <laughs> yeah. but to be a little bit more specific, I would say you want to experience um, your body fully. What we don't do every day is experience the full range of motion that we're capable of, right? For example, let's say you're right now you're turning your neck to the left, to the right. Can you, do you really know how much you're missing on each side? Mm. And then can you explore the nooks and crannies of how much, for example, I have way more range to the right than I do on the left. Right, right. Why is that most people have range more on one side than the other? 
it's all movement habits of things you've accumulated over time, mix of injury, mix of your whole history. Right. But you have to unravel that, all these, all this damage that you built and habits that you built over time. And that is what's going to basically future-proof yourself for the future. Gotcha. Right? And then it's all about exploring the dark zones of your body and learning more about your body. Again, coming down to self-awareness for everything. Forget yeah, only the body, you know, for everything. What, are, yeah. what, what are the dark zones of the body? What, if someone's like, oh, I feel like I understand every part of my body, how could they do an assessment to see what is the dark zone? Simple test. Just use your body. You're here. Right now, I'm just lifting up my arm to the max. Uh -huh. Have I ever explored this space every single day? Not really. How about this? 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 Oh, wow. You know? And then, then you start being, oh, this is okay. Uh -huh. But oh, right here, I feel it here. Why do I do that? Oh, because when I sit on the couch watching Netflix, I like to do this. Right. <laughs> for three hours. During COVID, every day yeah, for like exactly. three months. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, your brain, everything starts kind of like, adapting to this position and then you end up kind of being a little bit like this uh -huh. right and then you end up playing sports or doing whatever and then your back goes hey because your body's out of alignment would you call it out of alignment or off center yes, i would or? say yeah out of alignment off center uh-huh yeah um and then the whole idea is as you experience all this space that you're able to do your body naturally starts getting aligned again and coming back to center What's the practice of, because you talk about this thing, brushing your spine and flossing your muscles. Yes. What, what does that mean? And why is this important to do on a consistent basis? Yeah. Um, I always start with this question. Everyone understands. You understand the concept of hygiene. Yes. Right? Yes. Great. Dental hygiene. Skin hygiene. You know, hair hygiene. Uh -huh. Every one of those things for dental hygiene is a two-step process, generally. Brush, floss. Agreed? Yes. Great. Some people maybe do mouthwash, which sure. is debatable if that's yeah, deba good. <laughs> debatable. debatable. <laughs> I do. I definitely yeah, need yeah. to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you're talking about skin, skincare hygiene. Mm -hmm. Soap, maybe yeah. a brush or Soap, something. Yeah. Brush, but generally it's like a moisturizer, uh -huh. cleanser, yeah. right? If you're my girlfriend, Kayla, I love you. 14-step process. Yeah, exactly. She goes in. There's like so many things. Yeah, I'm like, what is this serum? Yeah, what is this? Exactly. You know, like it's like, like just for the cheeks and yeah, just for the eyes. Yeah, it's like whoa. Um, um, and then if it's you know hair, for example, it's like shampoo, uh, conditioner. Yeah, generally, right? But what is your, for example, your body hygiene for your knee? What about your big toe? What about your elbow? What about your shoulder? Would you, you know, would you argue that it's important? To those things are important to you, your joints? Absolutely. Exactly. So then why don't you think about it every day? But you think about everything else every day, mm -hmm. right? And that's kind of like what I want to shift the whole mentality of the world towards. Um, it's like, it's not, it's not about like, oh, let's, let's be scared of, of, of back pain and, and neck pain and all these things. No, it's like you should take care of the only possession that you truly own, right. which is your body, mm -hmm. you know? And not only your teeth, not only your skin not only your hair but the main reason why people take care of those things is because if you don't brush your teeth someone's going to tell you uh -huh. if your hair look crazy someone's going to tell you you know if you um you look at you didn't shower in a few days someone's going to tell you yeah and if you don't take care of your body your body's going to tell you eventually yes eventually yes and that's the problem it's the eventually part you know but there's no warning signs there's no there's no dirt collecting on your back but it is collecting and that's what I'm trying to do. It's collecting in your muscles and your spines and yeah, your joints. Essentially. Right. So tension, habits. So what's the what's the thing that people should be doing on a on a daily basis? Is this a thing they do in the morning, in the afternoon, at night? Is it if they only had five minutes a day or two minutes a day, what would you recommend? Yeah, I would recommend get my book and then <laughs> learn about what you need to do. But I've essentially assembled twelve movements that okay. is essentially going through your whole body. And if you're doing the whole 12 movements, it would take you, give or take 15 to 20 minutes. If you start to learn your body and go, hey, listen, I actually don't need this part. I only need the front of my teeth. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or like basically essentially like I only need my ankle. I only need my left shoulder. Then sure. you can reduce it down to five minutes a day, for example. Okay. For me personally, I have a habit of how I, I sleep. Is like I kind of sleep in a banana like this. Uh -huh. and that's because of how my nostrils um, flow and it's my preferred position to breathe so, yes to breathe so Just imagine bring, brings you back to childhood <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so imagine if i'm here like this for eight hours yeah right um what i need to have my body experience when i wake up is 
this, the other way. The other way. So my routine every morning is I need to open this up, right? Or I could fix the way I sleep, but I don't want to. Yes. <laughs> so I would rather just do the homework and have my body uh-huh. open up in this direction every day. And did you know, this is like fun stats that I was like, you know, researching to prepare for this. Um, one out of four people sit for work. How long? On average, including sitting at home, they sit on average 15 hours a day. 15 hours. 15 hours a day. And then you're probably sleeping for seven or eight. Yes. And during COVID, people were, were sitting for two hours more. So 17 hours a day. Oh my god! And then they're sleeping the rest. So you think about- There's no movement. What, ha- what happens to the body when they're sitting or laying down most of the time? I mean, so many things like muscle loss, you know, decreased circulation, you know, you, you start getting into all these habits, postural habits that end up staying with you, whether you're here like this, you're here like this, you know, mm-hmm. losing neck motion, you know, sedentary behavior is just the worst. Right. Yeah. It can lead to so many things, you know. And what happens if someone, okay, so not moving at all. That's a lot of problems. What happens if someone moves too much? Is there such a thing as yes. like, I'm work, either I'm working out too hard, I'm stretching too much, I'm not relaxing enough. What happens then? Yes, I mean, that's then it's overuse. Okay. So you have an overuse situation, right? And then um, what I preach all the time is, it's all about like movement efficiency. It's like, how do I make your body more efficient at moving using your whole body versus only using a specific part? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about overuse you play tennis or no? A little pickleball recently. Oh, pickleball. I yeah, love pickleball. Fun, pickleball. Right? Yeah, pickleball is fun. <laughs> I totally suck at it, but it's so much fun. Um, but for example, let's say you end up getting tennis elbow. Okay. So one of the ways to look about, to look about um, fixing, to go about fixing tennis elbow is you would, let's say, stretch or strengthen it, for example. So, hey, maybe it's tight, it's too tight, you want to stretch it, or um, your muscles are weak, you need to strengthen it. But another way to look at it is to look at it is is when you're swinging um your racket you're only using your arm and you're not using your whole body uh. so it's, it's a swings me- swing mechanic situation and because you're swinging only with your arm oh. you end up overusing your um forearm extensors and that's why you end up with tennis elbow interesting so that is a case of for example overuse right so using using the full range of your body with the activities you're doing as well not cheating on something, yeah, right? Not yeah. cheating, absolutely. And um, the the better you move, essentially, the 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 more you mitigate the amount of damage that you accumulate on your body. Right, right. You know, simple how, as that. How bad are people walking these days? Um, like the gait, their their slouched shoulders. Is it going to affect them long term how they walk, or is there a specific way that we should be walking? I wouldn't say there's a there's a specific specific these this is the way you need to walk but there are definitely more efficient ways and less efficient ways right and everybody to a certain degree is individualistic Uh so you can have a a more personalized situation of how they should walk based on a multitude of things injuries limb length blah 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 Uh, but generally there is a you know, maybe like this range of like, this is how you should walk, give or take, if you're healthy. What should it look like or what should we be thinking about? You should be thinking about how well is your foot articulating with the ground? What does that mean? Articulating meaning when your foot hits the ground, it should be this thing called pronation, right? Okay. And then this is supination, right? So just to make it simple, pronation is essentially, if you were to throw a ball, do you want to throw a ball like this or you want to throw a ball like this? You want to throw the full range of motion. Full range of motion. Yeah. Agreed? This looks way more <laughs> better <laughs> than this. Yeah, yeah. Right? This is pronation, right? Uh-huh. You're loading your foot, and this is supination. You're throwing your foot. Okay. So your foot hits the ground, you're loading your foot, and then it pushes off the ground, and it goes into supination. A lot of people, if you, if you sit at the airports and you, watch, you start uh-huh. watching how people walk and stuff, people walk with their foot turned out. People walk with their foot turned in. People start whipping their foot however it is that they <laughs> yeah why is that injuries injuries, yeah, injuries habits they don't use it no one taught them how to do it properly they they mimicked uh um, you know people other people yeah. their sports started making their feet a certain way but no one ever like reprogrammed their feet and then they you know they go run a marathon and their their knee blows out you know for example not not to be catastrophic but you know Sure, I sure. can't even say that word. I don't Catastrophic. Know why. Catastrophic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
That so, <laughs> so we want our feet to essentially land forward and, and heel middle to toe, right? Yes, exactly. We don't want to be toe walkers. Yes. You see the toe walkers yes, out toe there? Yes, toe walkers, yeah. You want to be a bouncy toe walker? Have you yeah. seen people that kind of like land and they pop real yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay? all about efficiency. Exactly. Right. The more you're efficient, the more it's like less energy for you. Gotcha. And you just, you just whip it, you know? Okay. Yeah. And you've seen, I'm sure you've seen people who run really well yes. and people who run less well. I know. And, and you like, can, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. You don't necessarily even understand, but it looks way different. Yes. <laughs> you look like you're having a great time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And what about the 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 abdomen, the shoulders, the back? How should we be? Should it be shoulders back, shoulders neutral? A lot of people are shoulders forward when they walk. Should we be engaging our core or keeping a more relaxed gait? Yeah, I would probably go more towards relax. I think that if you experience all the motions and you do all these exercises, you kind of let the body settle in what is the most optimal alignment given what you have currently. Yeah. Right. I don't necessarily think that mm-hmm. posture is a there's such there is such a thing as bad posture, but it's it's kind of like this is the best posture your body could come up with based on all the factors. Uh-huh. But as I give you more exercises over time, you develop. Oh, hey, actually, this is more efficient for me now. Yes. Right. It's not about you know the cut the the name of my book is called Sit Up Straight, but it's not about sitting up straight all the time. The whole point of Sit Up Straight was more about pay attention to your body. And understand your body and take care of your body. Yes. That's what Sit Up Straight is about. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host so listen we all know life is full of yada yada like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print and i know you've dealt with yada yada before like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else and yes it is possible to outsmart yada yada like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is all already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You hear a lot of these stories about some of the top athletes, Tom Brady, LeBron James, Novak Djokovic. I saw him. He's got a whole team that travels with him and has like a, a trailer with massage table and cryo and, you know, float tanks in his trailer that every yes. place he goes. These, these, these elite athletes that have realized that if they want to stay at the top, they need to invest in their body, their health, the longevity yes. of their health. Why are you seeing more and more top athletes, especially you work with a lot of the top athletes as well and helping them, why are they saying, I need to invest in this more than ever now and spend the money to take care of my body? Whereas 10, 15, 20 years ago, that wasn't really the thought. Mm. I, I think the education wasn't there before. So, and then also with the, the, the internet and all these things happening, people are starting to understand the importance of recovery. And to your point, you're saying, you know, when we, we started 10 years ago um, and we met like, you know, seven, eight years ago at these like gym events, festivals, all these things that we were at, Soul Cycle, Orange Theory Fitness, all these things uh-huh. were starting to happen, 
you know, Equinox working out was no longer only a bodybuilding thing. Before, it was only about Arnold and Venice and Gold's Gym and all of that stuff. And it started being more mainstream. Mm-hmm. And then for those five, six years, it was all about boutique fitness. And then in that period of time, everyone started going to Soul Cycle five days a week. And two years later, they all have hip flexor issues. Really? For example. Why is that? Again, you're just in a bike all day. You're just doing this. They're and not no recovering and, and using the full range of their body. Yes. It's like you're, you're here like this. And then you go Soul Cycle here. And then you go sit at a desk, you're here, and your, your, your hip flexors are never experiencing extension. Your hip is never right. experiencing extension. It's tightening, it's shrinking, yeah. it's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, But that that is why, like, I feel like today it's so relevant because everybody went crazy with fitness. And I happen to have this idea slash concept, Mild Detox, that happens to intersect with where the public consciousness is now when it comes to recovery. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's a lot more mainstream. And athletes are obviously ahead of the curve, but now it's starting to trickle down to the, the rest of the population. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so why do you think they're willing to spend so much on their diet, nutrition, trainers, and all these different things to, to help them as opposed to just use, you know, they're going above and beyond what their team provides for them, yes. right? Why, why is that? I think it's just they want to perform and it's all about longevity. They want to be at the top level for longer and, and stay relevant forever. Yeah. Not forever, but like as long as possible. As long it's as like your ex- body can yeah. handle it, right? Exactly. Extending their career. And they're seeing that if you do take care of yourself, you see the LeBrons, the Tom Brady's, all those guys that represent that, they're still killing it in their 40s. Right. You know? If you, if you see Tom Brady and LeBron, if they never did any of this, but they're, you know amazing at their craft mm-hmm. and they just did the workouts that the team provided for them and maybe stretched a little bit and ate the diet that they're always used to eating mm-hmm. how long do you think they could have lasted at a high level versus having stretching every day cryotherapy on the legs yeah. the nutrition the mobility you see all these athletes doing mm-hmm. now do you think they would all last as long at such a high level no absolutely not i you know this is obviously my opinion. Even if they're, even if like LeBron is a freak athlete, you don't think he could have lasted no, this no high way. level this there's long? There's no way. There's no way. Really? It's like it's like you're saying, hey, I'm gonna take this Ferrari, massive engine, beautiful car. I'm gonna drive it around the track for 30 years and not maintain it, mm. not change the tires, not not what the windows, not just uh-huh. let it go and just drive it. There's no way. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, they would not be able to maintain that level of performance and longevity. Is there any athletes, um, and you work with more than elite athletes, you work with you know, big entrepreneurs and people that are up to big things in their life. Is there any case studies that you've seen from some of these individuals who had massive transformations? Or is it more of just like, listen, you know you are preventing so much by doing this and you're increasing flexibility? Or have you seen people come in with a lot of pain and walk out eventually with completely transformed. Yeah, I mean, I've been a physical therapist for like 15 years now and then pulling from my, man, I've seen thousands of bodies. Like it's just, it's giving PTSD. How many, <laughs> how many people I've treated in my career? Um, and yeah, there's so many um, night and day transformations that I was um, luckily be, been able to be a part of. Um, one example that I actually said on our podcast recently, there's this one guy when I flew down from um, LA, this is when I was kind of like new in Instagram, and then this one patient was like, not one patient, sorry, one follower was like, hey, I have shoulder pain. Like, I'm scheduled for surgery next week. Like, what can I do? And I was kind of like up and coming, and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm in LA. If you want, I'll see you for free. Like, I just want to help yeah. you out, give you advice. And, he, and he's like, cool, let's meet up. So we met up in Venice. Somewhere in Santa Monica, I forget. And I still remember because there was a, like a giant, beautiful tree. There was a tree with a, a branch sticking out. And then I was talking to him. He was like, hey, I used to be in the military. You know, things hurt. You know, and I never really took care of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the army killed my body. I am scheduled for surgery next week. And, you know, I just really want to avoid surgery. Right? I don't really think that it's that bad. But, I don't, you know, it's kind of like the doctor is telling me I need to do it. Mm-hmm. And then he, he goes... I go, sorry, I go, hey, what, what, what do you do to hurt your shoulder? Like, what activities, like, cause you pain? He's like, oh, like, doing a pull-up. Like, I can't even do a pull-up. So I'm like, oh, you see that branch over there? <laughs> Can you do a pull-up? I just want to see how you move. 
right? So then he did it, and he was like, uh, uh, like I can't, I can't lift my uh, my body weight up. Then I was like, okay, let me talk to you about your shoulder a little bit, do a little bit of manual therapy, do a little bit of movement work, teaching you about the mechanics of how your shoulder should, your, your scapula should upwardly rotate, downwardly rotate, blah, blah, blah. And within 15 minutes, give or take, I said, hey, go try that uh, pull-up again. And he did it. He was like, and he looked at me and he almost cried. He was like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of just like, like it's very, it's very simple if you kind of understand how things work. Mm. It's just because the human body is, is the knowledge is so low across the board and it's always been kind of like kept secret in a, in, in our industry. I feel mm. that it's like, and it's not available everywhere for everybody. Yeah. So then people resort to easier methods such as surgery, right? Or you go, you go Which see a surgeon. Which is not easy, but it, yeah. the recovery takes a while, but of you course. don't, you don't know the, the information on how to optimize your body and try to heal it naturally. Right. Exactly. And then he ended up canceling surgery. Really? Yeah. He didn't completely. go. He didn't go. And then I, I, um, yeah, and that was it. And he was fine since then. Obviously, he would have issues here and there, but like, he didn't need surgery. It was more about he needs to maintain, he needs to do these exercises, he needs to stabilize his shoulder, blah, blah, blah. When do you feel like is a necessary time to do surgery, and when could you prevent that? If you're feeling pain and like, my shoulder hurts, my knee, you know, if someone tears their ACL or something, is surgery required, or are there other things you can do, you know, what is it, back yes. surgery, neck surgery, yes. all these things? Yeah, surgery to me is always last resort push it as far as possible. Because the minute people start cutting into you, things are very different for me to help you or right. a, a therapist to help you you know, deal with the issue. Um, when it comes to, um, I would say, an ACL tear, it's kind of dependent on the case, but generally, if you want to return to sports, usually you would probably have to get uh, ACL reconstruction. Really, right, Yes, right. yeah, most of the time. ACL is a little bit more. You break something, you tear something in a bad way. You're probably going to need it. Yes, yes. But Let's, if you if it's more like a, a, a acute slash chronic pain, hey, listen, oh, that feels off. There's so many things you can do about right. that. You know, oh, hey, like when I'm walking upstairs, my knee hurts. Going straight to surgery is kind of right. Don't you know, do that. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. What made you want to get in this industry in the first place? So funny enough, I've and this is a crazy story. I was a um, Asian nerd. Growing up, oh, obviously, really? yeah. Oh, I thought you were white. No. <laughs> super nerdy. I was super nerdy. Asian nerd. Yeah, you know okay. Steve Urkel. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah, but Asian. Yeah, okay. Right. So I would growing um, up in Canada, right? Growing up in Canada, yeah. So I'm originally from Montreal. Uh huh. Um, and then the French side or the the French side. You speak uh, French? Well, yeah, I speak French. Yeah. Really? Je parle français, mais je commence à perdre mon vocabulaire. Yeah, fluent. Parfait. Parfait. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. All right. Yeah. And then. Um, yeah, so I used to hang out with my biology teacher at lunch. Super um, nerdy. Super yeah. nerdy. <laughs> no <laughs> friends. No friends. No friends. <laughs> the no. kid hanging out at the teacher's table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm literally hanging hey. out in his office. As yeah. More than me, man. I was just sitting alone at, his, at lunch. So. Yeah. God, I mean, there's no way. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then in that process of me hanging out with him, I was like, hey, Mr. Triber, like, what do you think I should do? You know, I love biology, I love anatomy, but I don't really know what career I want to do. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily want to be a doctor. Uh, and then his two of his daughters were physical therapists, and he was like, hey, maybe you should look at physical therapy. And I was like, oh, Mr. Triber, what is physical therapy? And he, was, he, he said, you know how I walk with a limp? Mm. I had an accident, a motorcycle accident a few years ago, and before I saw a physical therapist, after the accident, I wasn't able to walk. Wow. And those people brought me back to this level of what you see now. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I kind of just took it as advice and kind of kept going with my life and then ended up in physical therapy, right? In college. In college, yes. So this was so this, high school. This was high school. Yeah, yeah. Yes, this is like I was like 16 or 17. Okay. Taking, Fast forward. Taking kinesiology. Yes, like kinesiology. Yeah. Exactly. So I ended up going to McGill University, graduated at 23. Um, Ended up having a tumor in my neck, which we can go into if, at some really? point if you want. It was a crazy story. But 25 years old, two years out of physical therapy, I was working at the Jewish General Hospital, and I was on the post-op knee and hip surgery ward. So I'm walking around, fresh face physio. Yeah, like, let's, let's seize the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I go to the door, and there's this um, um, kind of like a, a board, right? And then it's written Mr. Triber. Triber on it. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, hey, like that's my 
biology teacher's name. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. But I didn't even think about it, him being him. You know, but this is like 10 years later, yeah. give or take. So then I walk into the room and I realize, oh my God, my, my patient is Mr. Triber. Shut he had up. double knee surgery. Right? And wow. I was his physical therapist. No way. No way. Yeah. Did he know that you went into phys- physical therapy? Or? Yeah. Well, he, I don't think he remembered. Wow. But I went crazy because I, I went dude, a little. I remember you. Yeah, yeah. I went a little. This is a really funny story because I, I went like full on fanboy, you know? It's like, oh my God, Mr. Trevor, you're the reason I'm a physical therapist. And he was like. He's like, I just had surgery, man. Get out of my <laughs> yeah, face. Literally. literally. He was like, actually, who are you? Yeah. He was actually hopped up on, on drugs. Oh, uh, he was Yeah, post surgery. And he was just like, what? What are you talking about? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like crazy. And then obviously when he woke up from all of that and I yeah. calmed myself down, um, he was like, oh, hey, then I remember you. You're, like, like, oh, you're the reason I'm here. Yeah, wow. exactly. exactly. So you got to treat the yeah, patient now, yes. 10 years later who inspired you to do the career that yes, you're in. exactly, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he like prepped me to take care of him, basically. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's what got you into the, the field originally. Yes. What made you want to say huh, there's something missing in the field and I want to learn more about how to transform people's health to the next level. Yes, I, I think I always didn't like how working in the industry, I realized that um, it was very like a, a mill industry and I'll speak specifically for Toronto and, and in my experience from talking to other people, it's like that in other words as well, mm-hmm. other worlds as well, other countries, other areas where... You come in for physical therapy and it's like, it's a factory. You're in it and you're out. Same thing with chiropractic. It's like yeah. you're in and you're out. It's, yeah. Louis, you good? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, see you next week. A right, yeah. couple, couple cracks. Yeah, yeah. You want an ice pack? All right. yeah, yeah. See you later. And I was working for a um, clinic in Toronto and I was seeing, think about this, 40 patients a day. Come on. Yeah, 40. So four zero. Oh. 40 a day and I was rolling, rotating. So I'd be like, hey, hey, how's your hamstring stretch? You good? Okay, awesome. All right. So we're gonna like four people at the same time. Four people at the same time per hour. It was insanity. Like, and it wasn't proper care, in my opinion. But it was it was meant to obviously build insurance and make money, and it was meant to make money and not really take care of people. And I was really annoyed because every job that I would apply to in Toronto, anyways, the clinics were all like that. Mm. Set up to make money, not really to help the patient. Like, how much care can you get in 10 minutes? I not much. Yeah. Imagine our session that we have, oh, like that when I see you, 10 minutes. It'd be tough. It'd be tough. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's stretch a little. I'll see you later. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> right? And then in that process, I was just frustrated at the industry. I was like, hey, I can't do this. I ended up quitting, um, working out of my condo slash my house. And I ended up being, within a, two years, I ended up being full. So I was really? treating people on my living room. I was treating people in my condo gym. I was... I was out there hustling in this area called Scarborough. Um, yeah. yeah, I was I was like the king of rehab in Scarborough. Wow. You know, everyone <laughs> everyone would come to my condo, and I would be working out of my condo. I would have lineups outside of my condo. Wow. Yeah, and then I did that for two years, and then condo security was like, "Hey, listen, you can't do this. <laughs> you, can't, you can't run a business out of, out of your house." And I would always kind of like at first kind of dodge them and stuff and be like, oh no, this is my friend. It's yeah. just, <laughs> Lewis is here just to hang yeah, out. Yeah. You, you know, but then there's like three people coming yeah. in a row. Um, and then I ended up starting Mild Detox in 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, but the main reason is I just wasn't happy working in a place that didn't care about patients, in my opinion. Yeah. Like it wasn't about the patient. And everything I do is about educating people helping people learn about movement health, helping people learn about their body. I, I truly care. I, this is my mission, reason why I'm here on earth. Yeah. And I'm going to go all the way to the end. Whether I have to write a book, yeah, yeah, be on a podcast, <laughs> fly here, fly there, I'll do whatever it takes because I believe that if I can make everyone understand how to take care of their body, the world will be a much, much, much better place. Yeah. yeah. And what was the situation with the tumor? Oh, the tumor was 23 years old. I ended up... Um, Waking up one day and I was like, what's this? And every time I would turn my neck out, a gol- a thing the size of a golf ball would pop out. Come of on. Neck. Yeah. That's, it was, that's it was like, scary. yeah, it was really scary. And then my friend, one of my friends, his name was Mike. He ended up actually passing away two months before that because oh of gosh. a tumor. And I started being like, oh my God, like I'm next, you know, it's, this is crazy. Um, in that process, it was a crazy process. I ended up going to see the doctor. The doctor said, hey, listen, you're actually going to 
um, lose your voice. It's it's the tumor is like um, you know in your vagus nerve. It's oh like gosh. you're left recurrent laryngeal. It, you're gonna be paralyzed from the left vocal cord. You're not gonna be able to. You're gonna have heart issues. All these things. Anyways, tells you all the the hopeful things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All hopeful oh, things. And he's like, "You good though, right? Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. yeah. But we're gonna take it out. So you're gonna live. Yeah. We got um, we got a ten minute slot today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally, it was a ten minute slot. It was like he dropped the hammer oh on me. Oh my gosh. And then I, I still remember, this is in Canada, I was standing in front of a Tim Hortons, which is like a Dunkin' Donuts. Of course, yeah. yeah. Tim Hortons, and I was like bawling in the middle of the street. I didn't, nothing else. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna lose my voice. This is crazy. You know, I'm gonna have like paralysis. I'm gonna, it's like, I'm 23, I'm about to be a physiotherapist, I'm about to go and do this. So the doctor was like, hey, we're gonna do this, or you're gonna die, because the tumor is occluding two thirds of your um, carotid oh artery. Gosh. So you're gonna stroke out and it's gonna be a bad issue. So you gotta take this out like next week. 23 years old, I get pushed on the cart, right? So you know like in movies, now every time I watch a movie where there's a scene with the lights and the carts, the uh, hospital carts, uh, uh, it brings me back. That's because, what happened. Yeah, because they pushed me on the cart the day of the operation, they pushed me. And I was like, oh my God, like I don't know what my life is gonna be like after this moment. And then, you know, I was, you know, I'm, I'm Christian. I believe in a higher power, you know, God. And I was like, you know, you know when you're in these moments where like things are not going well, you end up just looking up. Yeah. It's like, hey, listen, if you think, God, if you think for a second that I should lose my voice, wow. I will accept it. I will accept it. I will go with it. But if for one sec, if you think that I should use my voice for the greater good of humanity or to like just perpetuate serve, a message yeah. to serve, please don't take my voice away. <laughs> please don't. And I remember push, and I, I did my prayer, did my thing, and then they pushed me. I did my surgery, and then I woke up, um, and I remember saying, "Mom" in Vietnamese, "Matt." I'm like, "Mom," and then I was like, "Oh, I can my, speak." I can speak, and wow. from that moment on, when I was given the chance again to speak, there's nothing that is stopping me. I'm not afraid of anything. Wow. Like, what are you gonna tell me besides from the? What are you gonna tell me that's gonna hurt my feelings as much as what the doctor told me that day? That you're you're gonna die, you're gonna lose your voice. There's nothing, nothing. I don't care about anything anymore. I, wow, and that man. honestly helped me. And then I'm so happy it happened because it helped me be good at business, be good at therapy, just be driven. Um, so that's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, I remember having surgery on my wrist and it's, <laughs> you just have to surrender. You, yeah. you trust hopefully people are gonna be able to take care of you and hopefully they're having a good day and they do mm -hmm. the right movements and everything works out okay, right? Mm -hmm. what, what happened to your wrist? I broke it playing football, and I, well, here's the thing, I broke it twice. I broke it in high school, and I never, <laughs> I never had surgery on it, and I just kept playing on it, uh -huh. so it was just in pain, and it never fully healed until six, seven years later, I broke it again, and it was always just kind of like hurting me, right? But I just played through the pain, and I broke it again, and then I played another two months on it broken. <laughs> But I had, I had x-rays and the doctor was like, yep, there's the break in the, mm. in the wrist. But it's like a bunch of little bones, I guess, in the yeah, wrist. Yeah. So it was like yes. one of the bones was broken. He's like, and I go, well, can I keep playing? And he kind of looked at me like I was crazy. He goes, well, I don't know if you could hurt yourself more, you know, but I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> but we need to do a surgery as soon as you can, essentially. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the season, I had the surgery. So they, took, they did a bone graft from my, my hip to my, my wrist. Mm -hmm. And it helps some, but it kind of like the range of motion never fully came back. Mm -hmm. Even even with a lot of the therapy that I was doing, it just never fully came back. But mm -hmm. the pain, a lot of the pain went away. Mm -hmm. It still kind of hurts every now and then. But mm -hmm. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. 
Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. And how, how much do you think, you, you see how like such a, a small, not small, sorry, uh, 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 an injury to yeah. such a small part of your body. Small little bone. Small little bone can affect your life in such everything, a huge, man. everything. Everything. The way I work out, like I can't do push-ups fully without being on my knuckles, like you know, it affects, affects everything. Sometimes carrying heavy weights or whatever, so. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's where, like, you know, I think it's so important because so many people are living with so many issues and it really ruins their life. Yes. And if we, if the whole industry was better and then the whole self-awareness of the world was better on how to take care of their body, there would be obviously still situations like that, but way less. And maybe, you know, if you had seen a, a I'm not saying that those therapists weren't good, but maybe mm. it could have been a better we have sure. process for you during that period of time, and maybe you wouldn't be worse off right now. Right, exactly. You know but. why? Why is it harder for us to recover when we're, when we're older? But it seems like when we're younger, we can run around and get hurt and recover so much faster. I mean, this is this is this is aging, man. You know, yeah. this is like your your recovery, um, your hormones, like everything just kind of goes downhill. When what you... what can make us feel like we're younger? in order to recover when we're older? What is that process? Is it supplements? Is it diet? Is it nutrition? Is it the f- stretching? Is it everything you talk about in your book? What are, is, or or is it just gonna take longer to recover when you're older? I would say like you, you wanna mitigate as much of that as possible, aging as possible, by mm-hmm. essentially doing everything you just said, which is eating healthy, which is annoying, which is <laughs> taking, taking care of your body on a regular basis, which is annoying, which is working out regularly, which is annoying. You know, all the, you actually have to just put more work yes. essentially into it, right? It's almost like in order to stay baseline, you gotta spend like two to three hours a day to like to like work on yourself, to be but like. If, but if you don't do that, you're gonna start feeling some pain and it's gonna be yes. harder for the, the last part of your life. Exactly, exactly. And I'm not saying that say oh, like three hours is a little intense. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. like an hour, an hour and a half a day is uh-huh. essentially how much you should spend on conserving your body, you yes. know, maintaining your body. What would you recommend to people who Maybe have some extra money, you know, wherever they live in the, mor- the world, they have some, they could do some of this on their own, but they're like, okay, I want to see a physical therapist or get a massage once in a while. Yes. What do you recommend? Is that a once a month type of thing? It's great for people to do some type of stretching therapy or physical therapy or massage or chiropractor. What do you recommend for okay. that? Okay. We talking perfect world or like realistic world? Tell me both. Okay. Let's start, let's yeah. start perfect if, world. Yeah. Let's say I was building a plan for you, Lewis. Yes. Okay. Every day, I want you to um, wake up, brush your spine, floss your muscle for five minutes. Yes. The exercises you talk about in the book yes. and you showed me here. These things, yes. the stretching. Yes. Exactly. As you learn your body more, I want you to start creating a program for yourself that's literally going to take you five minutes and you understand your body. You go, hey, I need to do this. I need to do this. Yes. I need to do that. Great. Step one. So you got that down. Check. Yes. yes. Second thing is I want you to be doing... Activity, obviously, working out, boxing, mm-hmm. running, whatever it is that you do, three to five times a week, mm-hmm. give or take. And okay. then I want you to get a physical therapist or a chiropractor. You uh-huh. would go see a, pro- uh, a professional to essentially fine-tune your movement in, in those things that you're doing. You would essentially see them for... Honestly, once a month. Once a month is great. Once a month. What once would you say month. for me? Once a month? Yeah, or? once a month. I think once a month is great. Once or twice a month. Okay. Yeah, once or twice a month. Once or twice a month. Twice a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And then in those sessions, once or twice a month, you would get a, a variety of like new exercises to help fine-tune your movement or you would get like body work, myofascial work, massage, stuff like that to kind of re- relax your nervous system, realign your body, flush out all the... Okay. That energy. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so those would be the three things for sure. Mm-hmm. Floss every day, three to five workouts a week, some type of massage, physical therapy once a month. Yeah, once a month. If you Give can do that, that's the... That's like the gold standard in my opinion. Okay. If you can do that. Gotcha. But that's a lot. That's and then because on top of that, you got to work and then run this... Yeah, on, exactly. Uh, you know, this enterprise that you have going on and uh-huh. then you got to eat healthy. Then you got to sleep well. Exactly. Then you got to like manage your relationships. Absolutely, man. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, what, here's the interesting yeah. thing. The practitioners of the world who are doing this work, the therapists that are doing mm-hmm. this work, sometimes don't take care of themselves. Yes. Is this true for yourself? Or do you take time to 
allow your body to recover too. Yes, I would say that in the last two years, I've definitely taken my health way more seriously and walked the walk. Yeah. When I was starting the business, as you know, I was starting a business, <laughs> I was just taking care of everybody and not take care of myself. Oh. The joke I always say is like, I was those five years that I started the business, I was a smoking doctor. Yeah. Like, I was like, Lewis, you should definitely stop smoking. And I'd like, I'll see you later. And I go in there, I'm like, on my break, I'm like, oh my God, like, life is so hard. <laughs> Um, but yes, definitely in the last two years, I've ramped it up. That's it's just good. like the first five years of my business, I, I had to focus on it. And I yeah. dedicated every time, every ounce of my brain to power, the business, to yeah. the business and my people. Are you doing once a month for yourself now, therapy or once every couple oh, of weeks? Oh, therapy, I do uh, once every two weeks. Really? I get treated, yes, by yeah. my team. Well, that's great. Yeah, once every two weeks, I try to work out three to five times. Everything that I just told you, I, I kind of do. Currently. If you could only do one, have someone work on you and do some type of therapy on you or work out. Which one is more valuable? I would say workout. Workout, workout is, yeah. is trumps everything, uh-huh. I would say, for sure. Yeah. Moving, because moving, you know? Yes. Um, but the, the having, obviously, the adjunct of having a therapist overlook, oversee your situation yes. is, is more like a plus. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Nice to have. A um, couple final questions for you, but this... Book is out now. Sit up straight. Future proof your body against chronic pain with 12 simple movements. So if you guys want the strategies for the movements, Vinny gave us a couple already, but if you want all the strategies, make sure you go, you check this out. He's got images and explanation, all the steps that you have here. So make sure you guys get a copy of this for yourself, for your friends. If you know someone who's dealing with back pain or shoulder pain or whatever, Get them this first before they go and do the surgery. I think it'll be really helpful. Uh, mild detox also for people that are in Canada or in LA. You got mild detox facilities. They also have an app coming out, I think. Yes. Which will teach out. you and show you how to essentially see where is the pain and how to then future proof it yourself through these strategies and advanced techniques. Yes. So I think that's coming out soon, right? Yes. So the whole point of mild detox, the company, is how do we push this idea of movement health? To the world. Yeah. Again, you understand dental health. The reason why you understand dental health mm. is because um, you have a, a teeth issue. You under, you can scale down or scale up your t- teeth issue depending on what you have. Yeah. Hey, I have something stuck in my teeth. I'm going to floss. Uh-huh. I'm going to brush my teeth. Oh, hey, my teeth are really dirty. I really need to go see a dental hygienist. You scale up. Oh, hey, I need braces. I have a cavity. I have really harder issues. Dentist, orthodontist, uh-huh. right? In therapy, there's this is kind of all mucked up, you know. When it comes to like brushing your teeth, there's nothing, no standard really. When it comes to higher level stuff with surgery, it's kind of like messy, you know. No one communicates with each other, and then physical therapy is kind of like, hey, just just get me out of pain, and I'm good. It's very pain right. focused, right. you know. But I'm trying to build that whole continuum with, with Mayo. So the app and the things like the book, YouTube education, stuff like that would be brush your spine, floss your muscle. Then if you want to level up, you go see maybe a personal trainer that, that's taking some of our courses and they will be our dental hygienist and they will kind of help you, guide you, foam roll, do this, do this. Sure. Then you go see a mild detox clinic. You go, hey, you're going to see a dentist now. They're going to give you basic ideas on your movement health, dental health, blah, 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 blah. Right. And then you go to maybe like an orthodontist, high level people like, like me, yeah. <laughs> obviously, obviously, no, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, people who've done it for a long time, and yeah. they would probably be like the sports performance guys, the health consultants, all those right. guys that, that treat it at the highest level. And then, if you have to go to see them, then you would scale up all the way to the orthodontist. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, and no one's trying to build that continuum, mm-hmm. right? And that's why it's so confusing in the market right now. Right. So, how do we? Where's the app called? Um, right now, it's the the prototype name is Mile Plus, but you know, it's it's kind of like the cop out. Cop out uh, plus for everything, yeah, 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 <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where we're at. So if they, they go to the app store, they can type in Mile Detox or yes, Mile Plus and exactly. see that. Yes, they would see that and they would, um, it's it's an awesome app. And I, I'm so excited to show you guys um, because it's going to be so much free information, stuff like that. So people, yeah. you can just like wake up, click, oh, I have this issue, this issue, this issue. And the app will shoot walk out. Walk you through what you need to do. Walk you through everything you need to do. Here's the routine. It's going to take four minutes. You <sighs> have left knee pain. This is what you need to do. Don't worry about it. Click play, copy what the person's doing. That's powerful, man. Yeah. Um, reducing chronic pain, 
reversing all these different illnesses and ailments that we've had in our body, I think is a, a, a massive thing we need to be thinking about. And people are doing it in just ways that I don't think are as efficient as possible through medications and all these other things. Mm -hmm. So learning how to do this through your myo detox method and the sit up straight strategies and all these different things will be really powerful for you guys. Make sure you guys check this out. A um, couple final questions. This is called the three truths question. So imagine it's your last day on earth many years away from now. Mm -hmm. You transform the world with therapies and all these different things. You get to accomplish everything you want to accomplish personally, professionally. But for whatever reason, it's your last day and you've got to take all of your information with you. So no one has the books, the app, the trainings, the method. Nothing is available anymore. It's a hypothetical. Okay. Uh, That's a sad world. It's sad, right? Yeah, yeah. But you get to leave behind three lessons to the world, three things that you've learned from your life. Um, I like to call it the three truths. What would be those three truths for you that you'd share behind? Oh, you, I mean, I have so many, but do you think it should be more from a therapy perspective or more from a life perspective? Either one. Either one. Okay, let me go with life because therapy perspective, we can go so far yes. and so many advice. The first thing is I would say don't overthink it. Mm -hmm. I've met so many people that overthink so much of how they move and how they go about life that they end up essentially getting nowhere. They get in their own way. They create problems that do not exist. You have to just sometimes, obviously you don't want to go crazy and do whatever, have some thought process to a certain degree to what you do. But sometimes you just got to, all right, my gut says, let's go forward. Let's just go forward. And then you will figure it out. If you trust in yourself to figure it out, everything will go yeah. good. Right? And that's definitely, I would say number one, okay. truth number one. Yeah, even today on this podcast, I was like, oh man, like this is my second podcast ever. Uh -huh. And I'm going on like the biggest podcast <laughs> in the entire world. I'm kind of stressed. But I said, you know what? Lewis is my friend. Hopefully you yeah, won't let, yeah. let me hang and dry. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't overthink it. Yeah, don't overthink it. Just show up and we'll figure it out. Yes. And then the second truth I would say is, um, you know, who you surround yourself with, whether it's a person or a book, all these things that you consume, relationships and things like that you have to make sure that you um choose well yes right? being around the wrong people will wrong people wrong book wrong thought process wrong habits will lead you in the depths of hell mm -hmm. right as you know just being yeah being in bad relationships with people it's just yeah. it everything else just like yeah it's not fun it's not fun yeah yes um and then the third one would be um Sit up straight, mm. which is essentially not about sitting up straight. It's about paying attention, which is whether it's you're paying attention to your body, paying attention to what you're doing, paying attention to be self-aware, right? Sit up straight, be self-aware. What is going on in the world? Yeah. What is going on with this conversation? Is this conversation going good yeah. or not going good? <laughs> Should I say, change the way I speak? Should I, you know, and being self-aware will lead to change yeah. and change is good. So. It's powerful, man. How else can we be of service to you and support you besides the book, the podcast, or the the app? You have a podcast as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna do a podcast. Launch your podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna launch, launch a podcast. Uh, you're on social media, Vinny Rehab, which has got a lot of free informational tools on how to optimize these things. How else can we serve you? The best way you can serve me is come into the clinic and take care of yourself because you, you people look up to you. And if you start taking <laughs> your movement health seriously, yes. the whole world will take it seriously. Yes. Okay, right? I'm starting to come. I'm yeah, gonna, so, I got to figure out the schedule. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Make it happen. Yes, um, but yeah, but jokes aside, yeah, I mean, everything you're doing so far is is has been so helpful. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so appreciative to be here. And of course, man. Yeah. Well, I want to acknowledge you, Vinny, for for how you've shown up for the world because I think you did something and are doing something in the last ten years that you got a lot of pushback on. People in the different therapy worlds were like, what are you trying to do mm -hmm. by integrating all these things and making it kind of your own? Mm -hmm. um, and you got a lot of feedback and resistance from a lot of different people mm -hmm. judging you, frustrated with your, your methods, your strategies, but you saw that you were helping people heal and relieve pain and get results and mobility. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so inspiring to see you push through that challenge and help and create a facility and a business and a platform to help people really heal themselves because there's a lot of pain in the world. There's yes. a lot of physical pain, there's a lot of mental and emotional pain, but to, to give people back the freedom to use their bodies fully is a powerful gift. So I really acknowledge you for your Thank efforts, your time, 
your, your willingness to be educated and learn from so many masters in this industry and use it in a humble way to serve. I really acknowledge you, man. Thank you so much. You're making me tear up, you know, because it's <laughs> like, you know, you're, you're just, when you start a new idea or like a uh, dream, you know, and you have a mission, it's like, you always feel like you're going uphill. And sometimes it's tough because the whole world is against you, especially if you're, you're trying to change the old guard. It's so tough, you know, but hearing that makes me feel like, you're doing you, it, man. You give, me, you give me another two weeks of energy. <laughs> you're doing it, man. Yeah. You're doing it, man. Yeah. Uh, final question. What's your definition of greatness? Greatness, I would say, is um, just pushing yourself to be better every day, right? And then, um, how do I say this? Comparing yourself essentially to yourself at all times, yeah. right? And you're just continuously chasing this new version of yourself that you know is just better, right? And that's how you achieve greatness. And, you know, that's kind of how I look at it. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much, man. Thanks, bro. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and inspired you on your journey towards greatness. Make sure to check out the show notes in the description for a full rundown of today's show with all the important links. And also make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts as well. I really love hearing feedback from you guys, so share a review over on Apple and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most. And if no one's told you lately, I want to remind you that you are loved, you are worthy, and you matter. And now it's time to go out there and do something great. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula for when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken and white pants is a great idea. Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com.